you are listening to the Christian Bookworm Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah. I show up here to talk to you about all things bookish and to share fiction, nonfiction, and children's book selections written by and for Christians. I love reading good books, and I love helping you find good books too. Let's dive in. This is episode 27, and I am so glad you are here. As always, you can find all the links to all the books and anything else we talk about on today's episode on our show notes page, www.authorskbell.com slash p slash show notes dot html. I hope you are all having a great week, bookworms. We don't do a whole lot for Thanksgiving. Um, We don't do the big feast. We usually just do Thanksgiving pizza. So we are getting ready for Thanksgiving, but mostly for us, that just means reading Thanksgiving picture books and talking a lot about gratitude and just feeling that general spirit of excitement. And if I'm being honest, it also means that we're kind of getting ready for Christmas too. I don't skip Thanksgiving necessarily, but I really love Christmas and it's really hard not to just get a little bit ready for it here and there. So that's pretty much what we've been up to this week. Homeschooling, just kind of the usual for us. I will tell you that next week our Christmas episode will be dropping as well. I'm bringing back my mom, the Queen of Christmas, and we will be chatting with you about Christmas books and just all things Christmas in general. So right after Thanksgiving, that episode's coming get excited. But this week is going to be a whole lot of fun too. I again have some really great um, guest interview voicemails. I got Brenda to send us some messages. So I'm really excited for you to meet Brenda. She is from Texas and we have a very large number of listeners in Texas. And I'm sure some of Brenda's family and friends who are not already listeners will probably listen to this episode just to hear their friend or family member. So I thought today it might be fun to share quite a few books I've really enjoyed that are set in Texas. I've got fiction and nonfiction Christian recommendations and just for fun, a few secular picture books as well. So stick around after I'm done talking with Brenda to hear some of my recommendations, but in the meantime, I think you will really enjoy what she has to say, and let's go ahead and just dive in, and I will um, first have her tell you about herself. I'm Brenda. My husband and I live a carefree, empty nester life in our uptown Dallas apartment, walking pretty much everywhere we go, except when we adventure around Texas on the weekends. I love to read, write, bake brownies, and explore. I write a blog called Texas Over 50, and I also have written a couple of books. I love being a bookworm, and I try to carve out at least an hour a day to read. My favorite genres are historical fiction and good, helpful, challenging nonfiction books. Brenda and I obviously have a lot in common. We are both readers and writers and bloggers, and we also both love brownies. 
but I don't love baking them and I don't love keeping them in the house because if they are in the house, I am going to eat them. Unfortunately, that is just the way it is. But I am going to make sure to leave a link to Brenda's blog in the show notes page. So definitely stop over and check that out. And I thought I would have Brenda tell us a little bit about one of her books. My new book is called The Big Hunker Down. Seven Take Cover Strategies to Weather the Storm of Job Loss and Keep Your Destiny Out of the Bar Ditch. It's a book filled with encouragement and practical steps to get from losing or leaving one job to finding and enjoying the next one. It would be a great book for readers who are struggling with job loss, job insecurity, or just enjoy reading how other Christians make it through adversity. I have a copy of Brenda's book headed my way, and I am very excited to dive into it. Even though I'm not personally experiencing job loss or job change right now, um, I still feel like it'll be a really powerful read because you all know I love reading stories from the perspective of people whose lives have taken them into difficult or uncomfortable or painful circumstances, and God has seen them through. So I'm really looking forward to reading some of the things that these other Christians have experienced and how they worked through them. But also, my husband has recently changed jobs, and that does affect the family. That does affect me, so I'm excited for it for two reasons. But I'm just really happy that this is on the podcast now. I know so many people have lost their jobs or quit their jobs just because of everything going on in the world, because technology changing has made certain positions obsolete. I know lots of in-person positions have changed as well to be done remotely now. And so even some of you who have kept your jobs are likely seeing some changes that are really difficult or uncomfortable or stressful or disheartening. And I just have a feeling this book is going to bring so much hope and help and inspiration to so many of you. So I'm really glad that Brenda shared that one with us today. Now, I've bonded with a whole lot of you over our love of books, and especially Christian books, and Brenda is, of course, no exception. So I know that Brenda loves the Mitford series. That didn't quite do it for me. And I know that she's also been a fan of the Baxter Family series I just can't seem to stop talking about. And here's your real quick reminder that that one talks about edgier topics and isn't necessarily for everyone. But I was really excited to hear about some of the other books Brenda has been interested in. So here you go. This year, I've almost met my Goodreads challenge to read 60 books. I've read so many good ones, like number 24 in the historical fiction House of Winslow series by Gilbert Morris. One nonfiction book that I read a while back was The Longing in Me, How Everything You Crave Leads to the Heart of God by Sheila Walsh. Sheila characterizes several of our greatest needs and then gently outlines what it looks like in the life of a believer when we don't allow God to meet all those needs for us and how we can easily end up trying to satisfy them in negative ways. Because God used this book to bring about a big breakthrough for me, I love to recommend it. I really love this recommendation. I love deep, rich books that tackle difficult heart issues. So I'm really excited to dive into this one. 
Um, it says a lot about how I feel about a book because it bypassed the rest of my very long to-be-read list, zoomed to the top, and I already requested it from my library. So I am definitely very excited to dive into this one, and I hope some of you will check it out and dive in with me, and let's just learn and grow and deepen our relationships with God together. Now, you all know that I love to read and read a lot, and when I say a lot, that probably looks a little bit different from what it means for some of you. We are all in different places. We have different goals and different ideals for our reading lives, and I was really excited to hear about how Brenda gets more reading done because she is a pretty big reader herself. One way that I'm able to read more books is that I read several at a time. I have books on my shelves, but I also keep a stack of three or four on an end table by the couch where I like to read. I either read a chapter in each one every day or spend a greater amount of time reading just one if I'm getting close to finishing it or I just get wrapped up in the story. I also read books from the Kindle app on my phone when I'm at appointments or even while waiting on the sidewalk to cross a busy Dallas street. I am the same way. I am always reading way too many books at a time, but I love it and I wouldn't have it any other way. That's it for Brenda this week, but I do have some great books I would love to recommend to you that are all set in Texas. I've got fiction, nonfiction, and children's book selections, so hopefully you will all walk away with at least one book you are excited to add to your list. Shadows in Serenity by Terry Blackstock is a contemporary Christian fiction I only picked up because I thought it was one of her suspense novels. I'm really glad I picked it up, though, because you all know this is not my general favorite genre, and I probably wouldn't have given it a chance. But I ended up really liking this book, set in small town Texas, about a con man who makes his mark on the entire town. And we have a woman living there who grew up in a family of con artists and wants nothing to do with that and is a little bit angry to see this con man coming in trying to trick her community. As you can imagine, sparks are flying, and it ends up being a pretty great book. I'm going to remind you about Beneath the Seams by Peyton Roberts. I chatted with the author on episode 19, and we discussed this really great book all about the fashion industry. The protagonist does travel overseas to learn more about what's going on with some fashion designs that she has created and the um, factories where they're being made, but her normal life is set in Texas. I also recently really enjoyed Tacos for Two by Betsy St. Amant. This one is a contemporary romance about food trucks and an online dating app that makes it a whole lot like You've Got Mail. But instead of Fox Books and the little bookshop around the corner, we've got these taco food trucks battling it out in a food truck contest. And the two owners of these food trucks are butting heads in person. But online, without realizing they are talking to each other, they are falling in love. 
This one not only feels a lot like good You've Got Mail, it's also filled with You've Got Mail quotes. And one of my favorite parts was the text messages and dating app messages sprinkled throughout the book. For nonfiction, I really loved the TV show Fixer Upper starring Chip and Joanna Gaines. We really liked that one. It's set in Waco and the surrounding areas, and we really enjoyed their books. Ryan and I both enjoyed Capital Gains, which is Chip Gaines' discussion of um, how things worked out financially, how he was able to um, do some of these house flips and renovations, and not just financially, but also the logistics of business ownership. And the Magnolia story is more Joanna's story about how it all came to be. In both cases, we really liked what they had to say. We were kind of moved by them, and we definitely got more of a glimpse of their love for Waco. I'm also currently still reading Forgiving God by Hilary Yancey. It's very slow going because it's on the Kindle, so I don't read it very often. But that one is set in Waco, and she's talking about their struggle and the way her faith grew and changed when her baby was born with cleft lip and cleft palate and was also missing an eye and part of his external ear. She had really believed that God would heal her son before birth, and he did not. And as you can imagine, that led to a lot of grappling with her faith. And I'm not done with it yet, but so far, I'm definitely enjoying it. The last one is Miracles from Heaven by Christy Beam. This one was made into a movie starring Jennifer Garner. I've talked about it on the show before as well, but I really loved this one. Christy Beam had a kind of medically fragile daughter. Her daughter had an intestinal motility issue. She was not doing well, um, very much struggling with her health. And one day she climbed into a tree that turned out to be dead. This tree was sturdy on the outside, but had decayed enough to be hollow through the middle of it. So she fell through the center of a tall tree and was essentially stuck down in the bottom of its trunk um, for a while, because it's not as, as easy as it sounds to get her out of there. In that time, they feared she would not even make it out of that, but what instead ended up happening is that she was completely healed of her um, other medical disorder. This is medically documented. Um, doctors don't know what to make of it other than God. It's a pretty crazy um, miracle story, and it was really touching and really moving, and I really recommend it. All right, I've got just secular fiction to recommend for children's books, but these are fun ones. The first one is The Three Little Tamales by Eric Kemmel. This is set in kind of southwest Texas, and it's essentially the three little pigs and the big bad wolf, but instead of pigs, we've got tamales. This one has Spanish words sprinkled throughout, and it is a whole lot of fun. All four of my kids really enjoyed this book. And the last one is Armadillo Rodeo by Jan Brett, also set in Texas. And I love Jan Brett's illustrations. All four of my kids do too. They are very intricate and detailed and beautiful. And armadillos are a fun, strange animal, so they enjoy reading about those too. That 
that is our show today, bookworms. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Brenda and found some new books to add to your to-be-read list. I just want to remind you that I am praying for you. I'm praying for you all the time, but this week I am especially praying for everyone dealing with any strangeness with their job, whether that be job loss or just simply change or wondering if they should be leaving a job or not. I will be praying about that and I will be praying about your Thanksgiving. I will be praying for a happy one for all of you, for safe travels for those of you who travel. I will be praying against family drama or tension for those of you who often have to deal with that. I will just generally be praying for a good Thanksgiving holiday. As always, you can find me online on my blog, authorskbell.com. You can also find me as skbell on Goodreads and as authorskbell on Pinterest, although I think I'm losing interest in that one now. And I'm going to link to Brenda's blog, Texas Over 50, as well. I hope you all have a great day today, bookworms, and I hope that at some point involves you curling up with a good book. See you next time.